Dear listener, Clock Tower is intended for mature audiences and might be inappropriate or possibly triggering to some. Many of the themes and events in Clock Tower are inspired by weird fiction as well as similar concepts, which means the show can get dark. If that isn't something you enjoy, please listen at your own discretion. We here at the Clock Tower care about you, so please put your mental health first. Our show will be here when you're ready. Welcome to Season 2 of Clock Tower, a D&D 5e experience. To all our old and new listeners, we're excited to have you here with us. Clock Tower is a D&D campaign turned audio drama, played with a custom class and a few house rules that we as a group collectively enjoy. If you find yourself getting a little lost, there's always older episodes to guide you back to the path. With all that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and welcome to the Clock Tower. Barrett Trinket and Carl stare down into the cavernous pit that is this massive, it must be a naturally formed cavern that the basement of whatever old church building this was collapsed into. And the way that some of the like cavern has torches like embedded in the walls that light up this place and the way it kind of has a weird glow to it all over the place, you think that this is probably much older than that church ever was. Barrett, it smells like old magic down mm. here. Once you've seen one crazy ancient Chasm. cavern, crypt, <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah. You've, you've seen them all. You're looking down, and uh, even as Carl says, like, witchcraft, you're kind of like, yeah, that's what this yep. is. And then all of a sudden, there's this clinking behind you, clattering, and then a bunch of skeleton parts like roll past your feet down the stairs and like like they have just like with the momentum from falling down all of the stairs they, they just like waterfall off of the ledge in front of you they failed their own deck save of walking downstairs yes great good to know we have competent backup you see at least two skulls so probably two skeletons that just like fell to pieces falling down those stairs of just like as they all hit the ground below uh, believe it or not, Carl, that's a good sign, I think. Well, where did those fucking bones come from? Well, remember what I said to your friend up there. You're going to throw skeletons at him? Well, hopefully there'll be a lot more than just three of us down here in this witchcraft room. And then you hear a voice echoing from the stairwell down. Guys, you're down here? Yeah, yeah, we're down here. Oh, shit, they are down there. Oh, awesome. We brought the army. Good. Because this is a room I've seen once too many times before. The clock tower? Your guys' voices echo around the cavern. And something kind of weird happens. The dude who's down there, his head is like slumped down. And then he like kind of twitches a little bit. You hear your pocket watches start going. His lower back like bends inward very quickly as his upper back like snaps backward and his head like looks up at the sky as he goes and that like echoes so loud through the cavern and like up past you guys that Donnie hears it all the way at the top of the staircase as he makes his way down and Skeleton King goes what the fuck was that 
Donnie is going to ignore everything else um, and just like look straight directly ahead, his very tired eyes wide open, and says, everyone move. You uh, run down the stairs and you reach Trinket, Sam, Jaeger, Barrett, Oh, and Carl are all kind of blocking the way there. And when you reach the bottom of the staircase, you like kind of gently push them away, not to knock anybody over, but to get there. Roll a wisdom save as soon as you like see what's happened down here. 10. You got a bad feeling about this, but you don't necessarily know what's going on, but it feels, feels very wrong. Feels like, like looking at the scene down below you of like him, like on his knees in front of all those candles and stuff. You're like, you get the feeling he might've done something crazy and stupid. Donnie, as he looks down at the um, the figure beneath him, who is looking scary at this point, um, he kind of palms the shotgun in, at his side uh, with its one remaining shell, and he calls down and says, Martin Martino, turn and face me. Face your chosen son. His, like, upper body kind of, like, around before his legs do and he like steps up and like stands but it looks very wrong as he like again like his head snaps to the side almost and he looks up at you it looks kind of like he's got like big veins or something growing under his skin and he like looks up at you and goes you brought this on us You brought this on everyone! Martino, you brought this on yourself. All you've ever done is try and prove, claw, and bite your way to the top. But I know there was something better in you. You told me I couldn't be a part of your family because I was too good. But I did all of this, everything I've done since that day. I wanted to prove to you that you don't need to be a bad man to do good things. Your words echo down into the chasm, and there's kind of silence for a second as he, like, looks up at you, and for a second, he whispers, but all of you can hear it, and it sounds like it's not just coming from him, it's coming from, like, all around the cavern somehow, as he goes, You never understood... I was trying to protect you, but I ain't anymore. And all of a sudden, he, like, doubles over his, like, shirt, bows out, and, like, rips backwards as his spine starts to raise, like, out of his back. And then his whole back bursts open, and these black wood-like tendrils erupt out of him and create this fucking tree that grows in a matter of seconds that almost fills the entire height of the cavern and its leaves start to like grow in this sort of like blue and purple cloudy coloration that makes it look like it's almost the foliage of the tree is like nebula or space and then all along it like the fruit of a tree growing or like seeds or walnuts on a tree you see these little pinpricks of like white light start to grow and the dude just starts screaming. And is like trying to reach at his back and is like doubling over and like he's kind of like moving around and it's like shaking the tree around. 
and as it shakes the tree around, you see that the um, the roots of the tree have like reached into the ground around him and have started growing more solid. Uh, and then all of a sudden your pocket watches tick again and you realize that they have jumped from like one and a half to two immediately and now they start ticking down. And you guys think you have two hours now. What is the immediate like quote unquote safe way down? Uh, there's a staircase to the left hand side that goes all the way down to the floor. Donnie looks to uh, Trinket and Barrett and says, I gotta get down there. Tell the Skele boss that I know he can handle things. And Donnie runs. I'm sure he can. Carl, best time to go home while you still can. What the fuck is that thing? What the fuck is going on? You go home now, Carl. Carl, get, get out of here. I'm gonna roll to see if he can even move. He got a 12. He's like... Even though Barrett's yelling at him, you're like, oh, it's like it's, it's like he doesn't hear you. He's just like, oh, oh my god. As, as he's like, oh, he just hears a gunshot ring out. Jaeger pulls his rifle up to his uh, shoulder and fires a shot, not at Martino, but at the trunk of the tree coming out of his back. Your gunshot rings out. Roll to hit. Uh, it's gonna be a, uh, ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, it's gonna be a 21 to hit. Roll damage. Uh, it's gonna be 11 points of damage. Okay. Second one, sharpshooter. Uh, 20 to hit. Uh, 20 hits. That's going to be another uh, 21 points of damage. So 32 damage in yep. one turn. Barrett takes note <laughs> of that shot. First shot goes in for, for like the right side of the uh, of the actual tree, of the tree trunk, hits it. Second shot goes to the left side of the tree trunk, hits it. He's, trying to, he's just aiming to cut it down. While you do that, Donnie starts running down the staircase. As that happens, you guys hear behind you as Carl turns heel and fucking runs, hearing the gunshot snapping him out of his, like, petrified stupor as uh, you hear a, Well, watch where you're fucking going, man! And then Skeleton Boss and Notes come down the staircase. Skeleton King sees the fucking tree and looks up at it, and Notes goes, Oh, Uh uh-oh. And Skeleton King goes, Yeah! This is what I'm fucking talking about! Look at that fucking nasty tree thing! Initiative? Uh, yes, actually. Anybody get above 20? 22. A natural 20. This thing has layer actions that go on uh, initiative 20. I'm going to put those above rolling an unnatural 20. I got 16. 17. 5. That's got to be good for you, huh? Jaeger, your turn. Oh. Uh, first attack, sharpshooter. I missed, I missed this one. Not, okay. not terribly. I didn't roll a one, but I, I fucking I missed this fucking really real bad. It's like a four. Second attack. Sharpshooter. Ten. That misses. Yep, I missed my attacks. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move and jump in and cover behind the nearest like pillar if I can find one. There's not really pillars. Then I'm going to sit here up on top, top and use prone. the... Yeah, okay. I'm going to go prone, yeah. All right. The Twisted Nightmare Tree... Mm. Is going to use its lair action, Nightmare Starfall. Oh, good thing I'm That doesn't Maybe. sound intimidating at all. <laughs> the uh, twisted tree creates a shower of shooting stars in a 60 foot radius around itself. Each creature within the area must make a DC 22 saving throw or take damage that I'm not going to list off. DC 22 what? Dex. Just to clarify uh, for the listeners, not just me. Our pocket watches stopped clicking, right? They they reached two faster than they should have. Right. And, and then, then now they're counting down from two. But they're, they're counting they down. Counting they're counting down. 
Good. So normal business. There, there, uh, normal business. Oh, thank uh, gosh. Barrett, roll an insight check with advantage. Which I'm going to say if you That's ever want That's a natural wanna... 20. Uh, okay. Let's see what I got my second roll. 13. I'm going to go with 20. As all this is happening, right? Jaeger starts immediately laying shots into the thing. Donnie's running down the stairs. You see those stars on the tree limbs start to glow really fucking brightly. And then you realize that your pocket watch ticked like... And then you look at it. You like whip that shit out. Because you always want to have information on I what's going on. You need to know. And you see that it's ticking down in about two hours. And the way that it's ticking down, you get this like gut feeling that that's not just a time limit for you guys resetting that mission. That might be a time limit for this world. You look and you see the roots of that giant fucking tree digging into the ground and it looks like it's like getting bigger by the second kind of a deal. Gotcha. So did everybody get above a 22 dexterity save? You did, you managed to hit it. I rolled 17, plus one, then rolled my clock tower dice for a plus five. Nice. I watched. No. I got a 16. No. I also got a 16. Wow. Well, I, I only got a four. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Donnie? 19. Close, but not Close. Okay. So everybody, uh, except for Jaeger, is taking half damage from this. All of you take half of nine damage. I'm going to spend my reaction to use my class feature Mystical Retreat and teleport 30 feet down the staircase. Sick. That was way better of a move than you even know. Because, and I swear to God I had this plan from the beginning, I'm not just bullshitting you guys. After the first Starfall attack, the shitty, like, church platform of the old basement floor that you're standing on collapses. Which means Donnie and Sam are the only people who weren't on it. Skeleton King, Notes, Trinket, Jaeger, and Barrett, all of you make deck save again. If you fail it, you'll be taking full damage. And the damage is, I think, 1d6 for every 10 feet. Every 10 feet. Yep. Yeah. 13 damage if you failed. Damn it. <laughs> ah, so close. I fail. Yeah, you guys are all on the floor now uh, amongst a bunch of rubble. Notes passed. Skeleton King did not. That makes sense. <laughs> I would feel... Ah! I'd feel so bad if I failed that roll and Skeleton King didn't. I feel so much better. Thank you. So you guys all go crashing to the floor. You're all prone. Mm. Uh, unless you succeeded the save. If you succeed mm. the save, you're not prone. Mm. Um, I was already prone before, so it's fine. Willingly so. Right? And now it's Black. Sam's turn. Well, this kind of changes what I was going to do. I was going to cast slow on this tree, but now you're all around the tree. Which... Just cast it higher. Uh, or, or cast it lower because of the roots. I think I will. That's a really good idea. I'm going to cast slow on this tree with the very edge of it clipping the top and the rest of it going straight down. Uh, okay. Please make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. <laughs> I rolled three plus nine. So 12. Ooh, perfect. Mm, let's yes. go. Feels good, right. man. Now, we've done the song and dance before, but so you know, the affected target's speed is halved. It is a Tree. minus two penalty to AC and deck saving throws. Uh, it cannot use reactions. On its turn, it can either make an action or a bonus action, not both. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or range attack during its turn. If the creature attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of an action, roll a d20. On an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and the creature must use its action on that turn to complete the spell. If it can't, the spell is wasted. A creature affected by the spell makes another wisdom saving throw at the end of each of its turns. On a successful save, the effect ends for it. Damn. Oh, that was very good for you guys. <laughs> 
Because that means that by those spell rules, it can't use its legendary actions either. Sam, you know, whips their pipe around, and it almost sounds like the far-off chimes of the clock tower, but slowed down, and these silver and gold chains wrap around the tree and, like, cinch into it. Sick. And that's Sam's turn. Barrett, your turn. Half your movement to stand up if you would like to. Uh, I, yeah, that sounds good. I like standing. As I stand, uh, I would like to announce, We have two hours! Attack the roots! Jaeger, attack the trunk! As I will make a leaping lunge, both axes in air, at, at the trunk. Okay. Please. So that's... Can you roll another insight check for me? I will not count. This is uh, this is DM requested, so it doesn't count as your action. Just 13. 13? You see that those roots definitely seem to be a problem. They're connected to the tree at large. However, all of the tree seems to be growing, and, like, the roots are growing out of this guy as well, but the dude himself is still alive. So if we kill the guy, I can uh, assume that the trunk would wither. Um, you don't know. I, I'll assume that then. But at least attacking the roots would would kind of slow down the time we have on this world. You're not sure? Yeah, I'm going to let what I said stand. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attack the trunk. 14 to hit on the first one? No. Miss. Miss? Well, actually, what it, what it really is is, like, your axes chop into it and don't do fucking anything. All right. Well, then uh, 22 on the second hit? That also miss no. It's that. I'm just gonna lay down and die. (laughs) (laughs) No, that hits. All right, great. Ten total damage. Okay. On the second hit, and then on the third hit, uh, I don't think I hit that one. What is it? As a five plus whatever. No. Uh, I hit the second hit with meaning. (laughs) <laughs> it do a cho- it chops into it, and with Jaeger's bullets and your like nasty chop into it, it looks like it hasn't really been touched. I feel better now. Yeah, that feels good. It's a treat. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like it is fucking going strong. It is now Trinket's turn. Okay, I'm also going to try to chop some of the roots. Okay. Do you, I am also going to let you roll an insight, if you would like. You don't have to. Seventeen. You see that the, the same as Barrett. You see that the roots are coming from this guy, and the tree mm-hmm. is coming from this guy. But you, kind of looking closer, realize that like there's these sort of like veins that are growing out of him and into the tree, and they're like pulsing almost like with his heartbeat into this tree. You're almost sure that this dude, like if this dude drops, so does the tree. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go for the dude instead. Then I'm just gonna. Right. Run right at him. So I have to use. I have to use part of my movement to stand up. Do I have enough movement it's, to get to him? It's 50 foot. He's at the center of it. So that would be half of 50, 25. Your movement is. Yeah. 30. You can hit the roots from like almost anywhere in the room, but he okay. is at the center, okay. which means. For this turn, then I'm just going to move closer and hit the roots, and then I'm moving okay. towards him because I got to hit something. Exploit that, that shit. Mm. Bonk that tree. Exploit that tree. Uh, 17 to hit. Okay. That does hit since it's got, since it's nice slowed. Cool. Uh, 13 damage. 13? Cool. Uh, That's the most I can do. <laughs> okay. That puts us at its turn. It can make an action, right? Or cast a spell. Yeah, and if it casts a spell, you have to roll a d20. 
Okay. Oh, man. Yours, because they're so fucking lucky. It has reaction moves. Oh. It has some nasty reaction well, at moves. At the end of this, you can make a wisdom save and try and beat it again. It's going to make a ranged spell attack at Jaeger, because Jaeger did the most damage to it. Oh, no. Um, disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. Dry aggro. Someone dry aggro. It has disadvantage? Yeah. I'm prone. Well, it got 9 plus 11. Uh, so it hits. <laughs> yeah, I decided to hit 20 you. Twenty unnatural. <laughs> you don't want to get hit by this. This thing is a. Uh, this is a fucking. Um, what is it called in a video game when a boss does so much damage to you that uh, the whole point of the boss battle is kill it as fast as you fucking can? It's a fucking. Uh, oh, it's a DPS check. Yeah, DPS check. DPS yeah. That's check what it is. I want to roll it not because of a chance of giving you. Higher damage because I want to give you a chance of doing less, but I don't want to roll that many dice. Can someone hand me the cup of D8? Um, no. Go ahead, just guess. It could go terribly wrong, but I don't know. Who knows? Oh, that's a lot of sevens. Oh. What's 39 plus 12? 51? Oh, you went way above average. I'm alive! Um, so, you take 51 radiant damage as a star, Ooh. like. Like a, a, a star on the tree branch glows really, really bright and then just like shoots down with about the force that you would imagine a falling star to hit you with, and it fucking rips through you. Yeah, so Jaeger fucking sees it, goes, Oh fuck, and tries to like roll out of the way, doesn't fucking succeed, gets hit, and just fucking flies backward into the wall behind him and just. <laughs> eats the tree's it. like, You a sharpshooter? So am I. <laughs> But you hear him coughing, which shows he's still alive. He didn't just immediately fucking just perish. God, that was, uh, <coughs> gotta be pretty close to it, huh, though? <coughs> Holy fucking shit, dude. It's now the host of the tree's turn. Are you choosing to not roll a wisdom save? Oh, no, I would like to roll the wisdom save. Seven plus nine, 16. Is everything above a nine, on you, <laughs> a nine plus on you? You don't want to look at this stat. Then yes, you succeed in slow drops. No, we needed that. <laughs> like, we really needed that. We only got like one opportunity. I failed the opportunity. Well, to be fair, actually, it did its job. Three of us aren't almost dead. <laughs> it's okay, guys. You can't see her face, but the fucking like evil grin on her face right now. She looks so excited to kill us. And I'm, not, I'm not excited to kill you. Oh, I just she looks so us. excited to kill us. <laughs> this thing is. This thing is fucking mean. And the thing the thing about it is, is like, yeah, this thing feels like it's gonna end the world if you guys leave it here. So it's the tree host's turn. Which means it officially activates its ability or its um its thing. It has I I wanna call this an ability, but it's not. It's more like a, a creature effect. It's called ticking time bomb. The nightmare what? tree growing out of the host's back is a ticking time bomb. If the host is not killed within ten rounds. The nightmare tree consumes the world. If the host is killed by that uh, before then, the nightmare tree is automatically destroyed. I wasted my first shots. Round one, done. It also is going to use its action to use entangle. The nightmare tree extends its roots and vines, attempting to restrain a creature within 30 feet of it. The target must make a DC 18 strength saving yeah, throw or become restrained. One second. A restrained target can use its action to make a DC 18 strength check, freeing itself uh, or another creature from within its reach on a success. Was the lair action? No, this is the host. Okay. So it's two different So here's the thing. Creatures. The tree growing out of the guy's back is one creature with its own stat block. Okay. The guy himself 
is a different creature with its own stat blocks that uses abilities of the tree. Do they both fail slow? Does slow... It's does, an AoE. Does, does, does slow go all the way to the ground? Yeah. It's in the ground. Yeah. It's in the oh, roots. well. It's in the subfloor. It did fail slow. And it's... Well, yeah, it's not casting a spell. Cool. It is, um, it is using a, uh, ability, which is entangle. It's, mm -hmm. uh, roots are gonna grow out of the walls, uh, 30 feet away from it. And they're gonna try and entangle Donnie, because this guy has beef. Uh, you need to roll a DC 18 strength saving throw. Four. Roots burst out of the ground and the walls around you while you're making your way down the stairs and start, like, wrapping around your arms and your legs as you hear, like, a disgruntled and, like, pained You ripped everything apart so I can hurt you guys! As the tree is, like, glowing brighter in the distance. And then, standing up, you hear a voice go, You leave my friend alone! I'll do... I can't do magic yet, but I will cast this! Skeletons! Gun! And he points his finger, and you see, like, as you guys look up, as many skeletons as can fit at the bottom of the stairs without falling into the pit are all aiming through each other's ribcage and over each other's ribcages and, like, all around each other. Just like a, a, a whole doorway Usually. worth of skeleton attacks. Yes. Attacks. Hey, it's Ellie again. What's going on right now? Uh, I feel like I keep saying this, but we're still working on the animation, which like feels weird to give weekly updates on a project that's moving so slowly, but it's real. It's a real thing. It's really happening. We've missed the watch party last week. Sorry about that. It's been a little harder for us to keep running them since we update differently than we used to with the early episodes that come out for Patreon. All of that to say, we're gonna make sure the watch party happens next week and sorry it didn't happen this week. On the topic of apologizing, I'm sorry this episode is so short, which by now I'm sure you've realized. Unfortunately, combat episodes are a really hard time to time. It's hard to know how long we were counting damage or confirming a rule, so believe me when I say the episode being short is better than it being long and bad to listen to. With that said, I think we're on to credits. If you would like to work with us or collaborate in any way, contact us through the Contact Us section of our website, clocktoweragent.com. Barrett was played by Bink. Sam was played by Cal. Trinket was played by K-Ball. Jaeger was played by Trent. And Donnie was played by Valak. I, Elanthris, was your DM. And the voice of our disclaimer was also Valak Donahue. You can check out his work at patreon.com slash themadlanddreamer. All music from season one of Clock Tower made by Who's Music. If you would like your own D&D music commissioned, you can contact them and find all of their work through linktree slash who's.music or find it in the description below. Thanks, Who's. Thank you to our editing team and Cal for making the episodes what they are. Thank you to our sponsor, Alpha Lupine Images, for donating the equipment to help us make more content with better quality. And thank you again for listening. Clock Tower Season 2, Episode 16 will be out for all of our early episode patrons on July 28th and will release publicly on August 4th. The watch party in our Discord will be at 6pm PSD on Saturday, August 5th. Till then, time's ticking. See you in the Clock Tower.